Romans 11. 25 For I do not want you, brethren, to be uninformed of this mystery, so that you will not be wise in your own estimation, that a partial hardening has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. 26 And so all Israel will be saved, just as it is written. This statement shows such a great understanding of human nature by Paul. The Israelites were reached by a wave of evangelism, if you will. Those unwilling or not ready to accept the gospel had a partial hardening of their hearts. But then, he says, as the Gentiles develop into followers of Jesus, the Israelites will become saved. Isn't it almost like a child that wants what another child has, but once acquired, lets it lay idle or puts it aside? It is so unfortunate, so unwise, that, like children, we will readily accept from another that wonderful gift of salvation, but then let it sit idle. It is a sad commentary on our fallen nature. Romans 10. The word of faith brings salvation. Brethren, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for them is for their salvation. For I testify about them that they have a zeal for God, but not in accordance with knowledge. For not knowing about God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own, they did not subject themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes that the man who practices the righteousness which is based on law shall live by that righteousness. But the righteousness based on faith speaks as follows, Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss? That is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart that is, the word of faith which we are preaching, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved, for with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. For the Scripture says, whoever believes in Him will not be disappointed. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, abounding in riches for all who call on Him. For whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on Him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in Him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? How will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. However, they did not all heed the good news, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report. So faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. But I say, surely they have never heard, have they? Indeed they have. Their voice has gone out into all the earth. And their words to the ends of the world. But I say, surely Israel did not know, did they? First Moses says. I will make you jealous by that which is not a nation. By a nation without understanding will I anger you. And Isaiah is very bold and says. I was found by those who did not seek me. I became manifest to those who did not ask for me. But as for Israel he says, all the day long I have stretched out my hands to a disobedient and obstinate people. Romans 11. Israel is not cast away. I say then, God has not rejected his people, has he? May it never be. For I too am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Or do you not know what the scripture says in the passage about Elijah? how he pleads with God against Israel. Lord, they have killed your prophets, they have torn down your altars, and I alone am left, and they are seeking my life. But what is the divine response to him? I have kept for myself seven thousand men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. In the same way then, there is also come to be at the present time a remnant according to God's gracious choice. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works, otherwise grace is no longer grace. What then? What Israel is seeking, it has not obtained, but those who were chosen obtained it, 
and the rest were hardened, just as it is written. God gave them a spirit of stupor. Eyes to see not and ears to hear not. Down to this very day. And David says. Let their table become a snare and a trap. And a stumbling block and a retribution to them. Let their eyes be darkened to see not. And bend their backs forever. I say then, they did not stumble so as to fall, did they? May it never be. But by their transgression salvation has come to the Gentiles, to make them jealous. Now if their transgression is riches for the world and their failure is riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their fulfillment be? But I am speaking to you who are Gentiles. And as much then as I am an apostle of Gentiles, I magnify my ministry, if somehow I might move to jealousy my fellow countrymen and save some of them. For if their rejection is the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? If the first piece of dough is holy, the lump is also, and if the root is holy, the branches are too. But if some of the branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive, were grafted in among them and became partaker with them of the rich root of the olive tree, do not be arrogant toward the branches, but if you are arrogant, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root supports you. You will say then, branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. Quite right, they were broken off for their unbelief, but you stand by your faith. Do not be conceited, but fear, for if God did not spare the natural branches, He will not spare you, either. Behold then the kindness and severity of God, to those who fell, severity, but to you, God's kindness, if you continue in His kindness, otherwise you also will be cut off. And they also, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut off from what is by nature a wild olive tree, and were grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these who are the natural branches be grafted into their own olive tree? For I do not want you, brethren, to be uninformed of this mystery, so that you will not be wise in your own estimation, that a partial hardening has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, and so all Israel will be saved, just as it is written. The Deliverer will come from Zion. He will remove ungodliness from Jacob. This is my covenant with them. When I take away their sins. From the standpoint of the gospel they are enemies for your sake, but from the standpoint of God's choice they are beloved for the sake of the fathers, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For just as you once were disobedient to God, but now have been shown mercy because of their disobedience, so these also now have been disobedient, that because of the mercy shown to you they also may now be shown mercy. For God has shut up all in disobedience so that He may show mercy to all. Oh, the depth of the riches both of the wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are His judgments and unfathomable His ways! For who has known the mind of the Lord, or WHO became His counselor? Or who has first given to Him that IT might be paid back to Him again? For from Him and through Him and to Him are all things. To Him be the glory forever. Amen. Plus. Proverbs 16. 23 The heart of the wise instructs his mouth. And adds persuasiveness to his lips. Pleasant words are a honeycomb. Sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. There is a way which seems right to a man. But its end is the way of death. A worker's appetite works for him. For his hunger urges him on. A worthless man digs up evil. While his words are like scorching fire. A perverse man spreads strife. And a slanderer separates intimate friends. A man of violence entices his neighbor. And leads him in a way that is not good. He who winks his eyes does so to devise perverse things. He who compresses his lips brings evil to pass. A gray head is a crown of glory. It is found in the way of righteousness. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his spirit, than he who captures a city. The lot is cast into the lap. 
but its every decision is from the Lord.